Ryan Haberger here alongside Noel Ernst, and we are standing outside here at the 2024 Iowa Beef Expo, and we're going to do a little recap on the Market Beef Show. Absolutely. Just outside the Jacobson Center here, and uh, first and foremost, before we dive into the show much, uh, hopefully for those of you following along at home or if you weren't able to see it uh, here in person, you could see maybe uh, some of the live live stream coverage that was on uh, liveauctions.tv. Uh, if you notice, we uh, had a new venue this year for the Beef Expo, Ryan. We got uh, moved across the street here in the Jacobson Center, so uh, a little cool, a cool upgrade, lots of room, uh, spacious, and uh, very comfortable and cozy for everybody to uh, take in the show. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was really a joy and pleasure to be in that Jacobson building. Definitely a change, as, as you and I talked about on the live feed there. You know, we grew up coming to the Iowa Beef Expo all our lives, and we're just used to things being the way they are, but we were definitely excited to be in the, the Jacobson Center. It was pretty awesome in there in terms of being clean and the lighting and uh, just overall a really good setup in there. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, on our side, we were uh, following along on the market side of the ring, and uh, two judges evaluating the market cattle here this weekend were uh, from Illinois. Our lead judge was Miles Tenyus, and uh, he brought along with him Dylan Lemonager. Those two guys did an awesome job, and I know you and I made several comments along uh, along through the weekend, uh, just how impressed you were of those guys and their not only their capability, but their sincereness and their thoroughness and just uh, their consistency from class to class and their type and kindness where they laid their priority. Yeah, they were both a lot of fun to watch all weekend long, and like you just said, the consistency. You know, we talked about it through the show. We could follow every class. I think we almost were able to pick their their first and second place just from where we were sitting after we – Saw enough classes, we knew what they were looking for, where their priorities were, and at the end of the day, they were just looking for the most complete individuals, and they gave it their best effort, and they talked about that today, and Miles even got a little emotional there during that crossbred drive, and, and I totally understand that. I've been out there and had that happen to me before, and it's just one of those things when you are that invested in it and you have that much passion for it, uh, that happens to you sometimes, so it was pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. It was a great show, and just to recap it a little bit, I just start off yesterday started off, uh, you know, we weren't in alphabetical order, but the first uh, breed that hit the ring yesterday was the Simitol Steers, and, uh, you know, that was a good breed, and they started off strong three classes of those, and, you know, the one that wins is uh, nice here on MCAF, and, again, it just set the tone with the good type and kind, and we brought him back out in the grand drive today, and he was, you know, fit right in the mold, like you said, those guys were picking. So, uh, you know, as we worked through the day, uh, you know, we got into some really tough uh, main classes and some key classes, and, even one of those classes I know Miles talked about, you know, he's been uh, lucky enough to have the opportunity to judge some pretty big shows across the country and a lot of species. And, you know, he said, you know, all the places he's been, the things he's seen, that's, uh, you know, the deepest set, highest quality caliber of livestock he's seen in one class. And so he was sure impressed with that. Yeah, that was quite a statement to hear from a guy like that, that, as you said, has seen seen and sorted a lot of, a lot of good ones. And, man, yesterday when we were going through those breeds, we talked about, that champion Charlet was a standout. That champion Hereford, he just represented his breed uh, so well. But how about the depth that we saw when we rolled the mains and the keys? Yep, absolutely. And uh, especially in that main breed, there wasn't as many classes as ended up being the key show. But the depth of quality from top to bottom, you know, first place to last place, as we talked about several times, the margin and the spread of quality is just so tight and so small nowadays. Uh, it's just amazing to see. And like we, you know, had several people we talked to after the show that, you know, maybe stood down the line a little bit, but they weren't even disappointed. They weren't upset because 
is the quality is so good and we run in such a fast lane uh these things are so good nowadays it's just uh amazing to see what the quality is these kids are bringing to the ring absolutely and it just comes down to again those small differences of course uh we they get to fine tuning them there and that's their job to to sort them and and pick through with those slight differences uh that they may have and the steer show was was awfully good and then we rolled into the market heifer division and it really was exciting as well yep they didn't let off the gas there at all and uh first two divisions of market heifers were really really good and i'd say in those first two divisions there was some give and take and that's where those guys had to make some choices and kind of again lean on their priorities and go back to the type of kind they were they were been selecting throughout the day and they did a great job of that then we got into that third division of market heifers and if you remember that second class in that third division that was one of those classes where it was seven or eight deep just quality to who laid the rail and he found those two heifers that they ended up keeping them together for a champion reserve market heifer and uh, eventually the the one that wins, you know, even as close as it was, as good as that class was, she kind of still showed herself to the top, didn't she? She did. She was pretty special. I know she walked in front of the table you and I were sitting at, and we both admired her, just the fact that she had such an extreme look and still the power from behind, but at the same time, she blended all those parts and pieces together really, really well. So that was that was awfully impressive, and she obviously played right along with the boys here today in the finale, and we'll talk about that. Uh, here in just a little bit. Yep, for sure. And so we wrapped up yesterday with the market heifers. Uh, jumped back in it right here this morning. And uh, uh, like I told Ryan, you know, I got a good night's sleep. But man, I couldn't fall asleep last night. I was just thinking about those steers and the market heifers we've seen and just running the day back through my head and got some anticipation just uh, amped up for what we were going to see today. And boy, the crossbred steers didn't let anybody down, did they? They did not. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, there were some of those classes that we uh, just sat on the edges of our seats, I think, as we were commentating just because we knew it was going to boil down to two or three. That was going to be just absolute uh, tough decision between them. And the judges themselves, they even, you know, they were very honest as they judged. And, and they even said, you know, it's hard for them to have to only be able to bring two crossbreds into the end. And they didn't want to take away from the other cattle. They said that, but you know, only could at the end of the day ultimately bring two crossbreds out of there, but it was a loaded division. Yep, sure was for sure. And uh, the the Iowa Junior Beef Breeds Association, we're definitely glad they invited us to come back and do the commentating this year for the live auction TV, and they set us up. We had a great little booth there, a great spot, uh, bird's eye view, as you said, and uh, excellent seating there. We had nice comfy chairs, but like you said, most of the day today we were standing up. We just you, you just get amped up and you see the class and as they roll in you just kind of stand up and you lean forward and you you just get drawn in so awesome quality and it was just a tremendous show uh from from top to bottom from class one to the end of the day uh both days so sure appreciate that just go through real quick here and i guess just recap our top five uh you know at the end of the day uh they are champion uh steer overall again comes out of the crossbreds and if you remember last year uh, last class, last class today. You wow. talked about it, last, and you had the memory on that. You said last year the supreme overall market animal came out of the last class today, and and it happened again. Uh, that steer came out of that last class, dominated the class, and then just kept rolling to the end. Yep, yep. Abby Talak there from down in Indianola. She uh, brought that big baldy steer in there with the white legs, and boy, just his power and substance and shape and extra mass and volume. Loved that about him, but then he tied it all together so well, as those guys said. You know, uh, a heavier type calf that still was fresh and youthful in experience. And then when they asked him to get around the ring, he was comfortable in terms of his stride and just flexible in terms of his motion. So they uh, kind of grabbed hold of that dude and ran with him. And uh, again, congratulations to the Lack family and uh, their crew. 
that calf, uh, he was a here I am out of a Superman cow, uh, raised by Ferris Simon of all people. How cool would that to be to raise a calf that wins out beef eggs when you just happen to be standing on the other that, side? That'd of the be ring. pretty fun. Yeah, he was the associate judge for Mr. Callis there on the heifer side, and, and those guys were working hard and doing a great job. And I'm sure he had a quite a sense of pride as he looked across and saw that calf uh, rising to the top. Yeah, pretty awesome moment for all those guys involved in that calf. Uh, you know, he came through Jared Arthur and Willie Weiss. Uh, and then, uh, you know, those guys kind of found that gap, and they took a second and you reevaluated things. And as they did, they landed on that market effort, didn't they? Yeah, they did. You know, we talked about her, um, how unique she was. And we we kept saying, man, it's going to be interesting to bring her back out against the boys. And, and we talked about it when they were going around the ring. She fit the group and fit the mold, and, and they put her right in there, reserve grand overall. Yep. And again, she was a here I am. Uh, out of the RCC one cow, uh, you know, a famous donor there that's doing the job, as we talked about throughout the, the last couple of days, how important it is nowadays, you know, the cow side of the equation is 50% of it, and these proven donors that are proving their worth. Uh, heifer there that uh, was raised by Luke Doris and uh, sold by uh, Rogers Cattle Company and Timmy Heckman. So congratulations to that crew. Uh, you know, Ava Noonan did an excellent job showing that heifer, and congratulations to their family. Then for third overall, they went back to the crossbreds. Again, they – they said they hated they could only bring two crosses, and they went back in there for the third overall, and that was a calf that won a really tough division and had a really nice steer falling in there in second, if I remember right. Yep, absolutely, and there was two of those really good classes in that division where there was a, a first and second, and, you know, as they talked, just minute differences between them, and, but they said, you know, again, just have to, it's, it's not fun, but you have to take the time to break them down and pick your pick your poison, I guess, and at the end of the day, George Sinclair came out of that division, ended up being reserve crossbred with that in God we trust to steer, smoky calf, awful nice looking dude again. And cool twist about this calf and the next one we're going to talk about as well. But uh, that Sinclair calf, he was again uh, in God we trust out of a Fu Manchu, the 035 donor of Dalton Smith. Congratulations to those guys. Uh, that cow again, the proven donor that's getting the job done. And just to talk a little bit more about that division of the crossbreds, because that division three, it really was special. Um, how many good ones, like you said, there was two classes where first and second were both outstanding with just, you know, razor close decision on placing those. And I know, you know, we don't have to talk specifics, but I know some of those steers that, that fell there in that division had already done quite a bit of winning at some previous shows this year. So that just shows you how tough it really was. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, razor thin margins and just uh, high caliber, high quality cattle all the way through. They found that crossbreds, and they ran themselves on crossbreds, and they kind of went back to where they were yesterday in those two tough divisions. Uh, they ended up for fourth overall land on that key steer. Uh, that one was shown by Hayden Sewer. Uh, that calf to here I am out of that same Fu Manchu 035 donor of Dalton Smith. So congratulations, Dalton Smith. He gets two in the top five at the Beef Expo, and again, just shows you the power of a good cow and what she can do for you and how she can elevate your program. Man, that's impressive, and it's really neat to, to kind of hear that backstory there and, and understand that what an impressive uh cow that must be and she's clicking uh with different bulls that's pretty good um that steer won the keys we talked about the key division man it was tough it was loaded but at the end of the day that steer i think was a really comfortable decision for the judges the way they talked he was just the one yep and again the one that kind of fit their pattern and their mold in terms of rib shape and body design and just a front end assembly and having having all the parts and pieces that they were looking for throughout the day then things got a little interesting for fifth. I remember they, they had quite a bit of discussion, and they were eyeing that Charlotte steer. They were 
eyeing the main steer. They were also admiring the Hereford steer we yeah. talked about. Yeah, you and I even talked about it. Uh, you know, that Hereford steer, you don't see Hereford steers built like that every day. So congratulations to that Busing family that showed that Hereford steer. That's an awfully good calf, and I'm sure he's going to have a, a bright future in front of him this spring and this summer, wherever they decide to take him. Ultimately, uh, Miles and Dylan, though, they decided to go with the main steer out of that really tough main division. Carly Kinsel showed that one. That's a Here I Am. That was raised by Joe Hare. Uh, congratulations to those guys and their crew, Joey Hare, Kale Spangler, and Ty Byer. They uh, did a good job getting that calf put in a good home and getting put together. And, again, well-deserving in the top five. And Like you said, there was just some close decisions there. We talked a little bit. You know, the Manning family, they had the champion, Charlet, and he won that, you know, I don't want to say Pretty easily, easy. but it was, a, it was an easy choice yesterday, we thought, in the Charlets. And I haven't made the comment. When they came back in, I thought I liked that calf a little bit better today even than I did yesterday. So just an awesome lineup and, you know, really, really no uh, no easy outs, I guess. But just a, a hard-fought, good good high-quality steer show. It was sure a lot of fun to, to watch from start to finish. You know, it, it seemed like it went quick. I know it, it took a couple of days, but it seemed like it went fast, but that's just because it was exciting all the way through. There really wasn't a lot of dull moments. And the staff, we talked about it on the live stream, but the staff, everybody behind the scenes did such an amazing job of, keeping the cattle coming and the kids did a great job with their projects and the judges were efficient but they still gave everybody a fair look and gave every calf its opportunity to show itself off so it was just a lot of fun sure was it was an excellent show a lot of fun to take in and uh, looking forward to next year and i know after last year we talked and kind of had this you know uh, debriefing of the top five and we thought they were awful good and thought you know boy it'd probably be tough to top that and certainly not taking anything away from that type of five because as we talked about you know, the steer that sports overall last year comes back and wins the Iowa State Fair. But, I mean, I'm, as a whole, you know, breed to breed, I think this particular lineup is maybe more impressive in my mind even than it was last year. I think you might be right. Maybe not quite as many highs and lows, just, just a lot of highs. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, hey, appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Uh, again, it was fun to sit and watch the show. Thanks, Matt, for reaching out to us and giving us a little chance here to kind of debrief you guys of what we saw. Uh, it's been fun. Hopefully you guys uh, had an opportunity to follow along at home. If you weren't here in person, uh, appreciate it all. Ryan, you got any final statements? Nope, same story here. Just uh, appreciate the opportunity, appreciate the feedback from everyone, and had some funny texts and some positive comments. So we appreciate that. We had a lot of fun and hope to see you next year. You betcha. Thank you much.